Tune in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Discologist. I am your host, Kevin, as usual, coming to you live-ish from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We're so happy to have you hanging out with us via the internets yet again. And um gonna, you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I am sort of constantly looking for albums that mean things. I think even like an album like Enforcer's Zenith can mean something, but that's not that's not enriching. That's not a cultural milestone. That's not a What's going on? That's not a to pimp a butterfly. That's not a songs in the key of life. But what we're talking about today is uh, Jamila Woods, a Chicago educator, songwriter, uh, singer. Uh, she develops curriculums, uh, playwright, I think, poet. Like she does everything. She's she's this amazing, powerful human being, and she made a new album called Legacy Legacy that celebrates all of her idols. Every song title is somebody. Uh, that that changed the world in in one way or another, and and changed her world, and it is the type of of self affirmation through studying uh, the humans around us that I think more people should do of, but but nobody's going to do it better than her, <laughs> I think, and uh, and this this sort of caught me out of left field because uh, I don't know why I just. You know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Heaven, and and even though I was a huge fan of her work, but this this is something else. So my friend Wes Covey is going to be talking with us today. I, I want to, if you haven't listened to her stuff yet, do go back and listen to Heaven. But really, just sort of dive in with this. We're going to get you started with one of the first singles off this. This is Zora. Get ready. Your jaw is going to hit the floor. Uh, prepare to be astounded. This is, this is a fucking remarkable album. So here's a little bit of Zora. How I discombobulate I've always been the only Every classroom, every home Kiss of chocolate on the moon Collard greens and silver spoon Little boxes on the hillside Little boxes you can stick unto me My weaponry is my bit of Zora off of Jamila Wood's second full-length album, Legacy, Legacy. Uh, you know, the, there's a line in there in the chorus that says, you will never know everything, everything. I will never know everything, everything. And and I, I think 
sums up uh, like she's an educator and that sums up everything. So here to talk about that. So good friend Wes Covey. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Uh, I hope you have been having all your feelings with tallest man on earth uh, i've been having a remind? are we getting along on this episode or are we still fighting i don't i, I don't know man i don't know right. man I, I think getting along because uh okay. well, well, well let's 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 do the litmus test right now <laughs> this album's fucking great do you agree yes or no this album's pretty fucking great okay it was a little bit of a slow burner for me um yeah I, I like it better the more that i've listened to it um which is not always the case with a lot of music of the last few years right right yeah she she's an interesting artist for me because i um, you know, in 2016, she put out an album called Heaven, and all my friends were all about that. And so, coming into this album, I wasn't—I I honestly just didn't have any hopes, and, and I almost was just like, you know what, Jamil is over here doing her thing, and, and there's a whole lot of other stuff we need to talk about. But then I, I listened to it, and immediately my preconceived notion of what it was going to be just went out the fucking window. And what what I found was that, you know, this is like. Uh, it's it's a real you, you can see the growth in like what she's doing as an artist uh, she's using some of the same producers on this uh, but she's also working with like Nico Segal from uh, the Chance the Rapper crew and you know it's it's borrowing it, maybe this is a Chicago vibe it's borrowing heavily from like No Names vibe for example mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and I think that's I think that's fine I mean it, it just seems like a little peek inside this Chicago culture that has been going on for the past like five or six years. Uh, and each release we see from people in that just seems to get better and better and better. Yeah. Chicago's a place that's doing a lot of amazing music right now. You know, we talked about McRaven's record and um, right. the stuff that's coming out, you know I mean? that That's more the jazz scene, obviously, which I guess no name is kind of, I guess no, no name kind of connects those two, you know, the Chicago jazz with yeah. the R and B um, and soul kind of scene. Um, but you know, the international anthem the whole label is just killing it. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of the great stuff coming out of the city. And this is a very different feel in some ways, but it's, um, you know, it, it's great. And and the whole album is structured in a way that, you know, it's all talking about uh, uh, black icons and her personal icons. Um, you know, that, that track was uh, Zora Neale Hurston. Nikki Giovanni is another on, on there. Miles is on there. Eartha Kitt, Basquiat, Sun Ra, uh, James Baldwin, mm-hmm. obviously. And, you know, it just feels in, in a time when I, I've been asking of my music that it actually – attempts to say something other than just like I was sad or <laughs> I fell in love or I'm looking straight at you. I feel like we saw us on earth. Recently. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, and, and I think this really, this really hits it. I want to play a little Giovanni right now because it feels in touch with what's going on in like modern hip hop and soul. And it's just, this, it's, it's kind of a massive track, but here's, here's a little bit of Giovanni. You might want to hold my comb when you find out why.
Okay, so the message there is don't fuck with Jamila. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, th- there's this uh, almost funk quality to that, the, the synthy bass line going on there um, that just feels, it just feels right. Man. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, uh, that's the only way I can really describe it uh, and what this album is doing to me because, you know, that is, I, I want to put on some roller skates. I want to fucking, I want to get the fuck down. And, and this has just provided me with that soundtrack, much in the same way. Basically, I, I, you know, I'm, even though she's talking about serious subjects uh, and through the entirety of this album, you know, a lot of it is like personal empowerment. Uh, that song certainly is. Uh, it is very much like the Lizzo album earlier this year where it is just uh, it's so joyful. And you're just like, mm-hmm. fucking finally, somebody is just like. Like stand up for themselves. Yeah, and it's really funny that you say the roller skates thing because I listened to both um, Lizzo and this one earlier this afternoon, yeah. and um, and my wife Erin. Um, I can't remember which one of those two it was, but when one of them was on, she's like, "I feel like I need to put on roller skates and like you know go down to the roller derby." Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's a fucking jam. It is, and, and you know, it, this album is a little bit less, I think, of a joyful album on the whole than the Lizzo one, certainly. Sure. Um, this one's a little bit darker, maybe a little bit angrier. Um, and yet it, it pulls all of those things in together so effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's a difference between like telling people how to feel good about themselves while considering like very important issues and, and then just like saying like, here's how you do it, like showing them. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I guess like, I, I, Every single song on this album is so like overstuffed with confidence, mm-hmm. even when she's talking about like things that she doesn't have necessary confidence in, because life is like that, right? Yeah. You know, you, you aren't really sure. Nobody is. And, uh, but everything on here, it's just like a manual for, um, you, you just self care and self love, uh, from top to bottom. The, another song that is, I think both of us agree is really a high point. And this is, this is a high point for the year for me as songs go, uh, this uh, this song Sonia, mm-hmm. and it features somebody named Nitty Scott who I did not know. Yeah, now I do. Now I fucking do. <laughs> and uh, she's amazing, and she's a she's a, a, a New York City based rapper, and um, you know she's queer and Buddhist. Uh, and another theme of this album is is how she's speaking to these marginalized groups, um, not just you know African Americans, but uh, Nitty's delivery in here is just fucking off the charts yeah it really <laughs> like, like good so let's 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 hear some of that and and come back and you guys can pick your jaws up please don't nobody ask you my great great granny was born a slave she found liberation before the grave who you telling how to be
Once upon a time, I believed in lines. Like I just wasn't good enough for you and other lies. Mister didn't miss the water till the well was dry. Tried and I tried, compromise, compromise. It was pouring into you while emptying me. It was rationalizing all your toxicity. It was hands around my neck with us on my back. It was pressure, pain, and panic attacks. Had me faded to the wire, putting out my fire. Used to have requirements that turned into desires. Expected to retire me while keeping you inspired. All the women in me are tired. Listen, nigga, my abuela ain't survived several trips around the sun. So I could give it to somebody's undeserving son. This pussy don't pop for you. Booty don't rock for you. Never owe none. Belong to no one. Now I only trust patterns, not apologies. First date questions? What's your ideologies? Do you love yourself? Are you healing your trauma? What's your concept of wealth? Do you check on your mama? Cause your loyalty ain't slavery, sis. That shit insulting to her bravery, sis. I know you tangled, but this life is no exchange for your labor, sis. Withhold your flavors, he unsavory, sis. So many amazing things about that. Um, I mean, that track on the whole, but, but that that part and... Um, I mean, for starters, like we'll, we'll talk, you know, I think more about about Lizzo and and, and this album together. Um, but that section, Nitty Scott's section of that song, and um, the section on the Lizzo album with Missy Elliott, um, right. like those are two of the most badass verses that anybody's going to hear this year, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, one <laughs> of them, I mean, and one of the things that fascinates me about this, one of them is Missy fucking Elliott, like, right? Okay. Right. Hey, here's my buddy Missy Elliott, which like to just it's one of those like to show up on your album, like, oh yeah, by the way, I brought my friend. Um and it's like, oh yeah, yeah you, yeah, you, yeah. you might know her, you know. And this yeah. one is is as you said, like, you know, Nitty Scott was a new name to both of us, um, which I'm sure is, you know, th- th- there's she's gonna be established to a certain extent and, and I'm excited yeah, yeah. To get more yeah. into her. But when you know, sh- she's not at the Missy Elliott level. Um so when right. you get these two women coming in with these two verses that are just so good so confident um but coming from very different levels of um you know previous success or levels of um you know established success um at that point is just amazing um and for me i mean the the part that really just sticks out of that verse um is first date questions what's your ideologies do you love yourself are you healing your trauma what's your concept of wealth do you check on your mama and it's just like now for starters like that's a pretty solid list for a first date right there they go through those questions and like you've got a pretty good sense of a person for sure Um, you know and that one um there's a lot of stuff on this album that made me think of the Aaron Abernathy um, epilogue record, largely because we're talking about yeah. relationships, but not just relationships. I mean, maybe this was part of your criticism of the tallest man on earth. Like he was kind of stuck on the end of a relationship, not getting past it. Whereas Abernathy's record and a lot of stuff on this record seems to be kind of about healing the trauma. It seems to be about like, yeah, we've gone through these things. It was really hard. Now I'm doing the work to become a better well, person. Well, a, a lot. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like that. Real quick, that line, you know, the about the first date questions is set up perfectly by all the women in me are tired. Mm-hmm. And, and fuck, if you hear that and don't feel that, dudes who are listening yeah. right now, all the women everywhere are tired of our shit. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, if you don't and, hear that when you if you don't hear that when or, or feel that when you hear that, you're the one they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And and that it was just so perfectly summed up. You know, on this album that is dealing with that, and like you said, a lot of this album is dealing with relationships. But you know, it's not just personal. Some of it, is, I mean, a lot of it is about the black people's relationship to slavery, mm-hmm. or the world's relationship to slavery, and, and I and the connection to Aaron is 
is a strong one because his work, what he, especially on epilogue is doing is talking about uh, not just how do you heal yourself, but how like you truly recognize that by not being, keeping it together and doing the, being the best person you can be, how damaging it can be to other people Yeah, where you don't even know it. And, and there's a lot of this on here. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think, uh, and, and look, I'm not the arbiter of this, but I, I think that's the right way to go about anything and to, and to make the world a better place is to understand you can't just be woke. Yeah. Right. You, you have to, you have to understand that, that even with your best intentions, it, you can still cause harm. And so you have to be woke and aware, but you also have to just like, be conscious of what you're doing and yeah. how it affects the, the outside world. And, you know, wh- whether that gets into like uh, Buddhism or, or ex- right. whatever, whatever it is. But, but I think that's, that's real. That's powerful that this album is dripping with that. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, when you say, I, I was kind of about to jump in on that, you know, especially I, I hadn't known that, um, that Nidhi Scott was Buddhist. Uh, but that makes so much sense, even just with, you know, the the short appearance on this album. You can hear that in a few different ways. But, you know, what you're just saying, I mean, it, it, one of the reasons that the, that the concept of being woke bothers me um, mm-hmm. is I'm also a Buddhist practitioner and that it's playing with language that gets a little dicey um, to me that, um, you know, I mean, Buddha literally means the awakened one or yeah. awakened being, you know, and and, and so to you get so many people these days who I think, you know, have read a few articles or like maybe you even went and read a whole book, you know, and now you're woke and it's like, oh, hang on here. Like, you know, you look at Buddhism, you're talking about sitting and practicing whatever form of meditation it is, you know, for thousands and thousands of kalpas and a kalpa is thousands of years. You know, so you're talking about lifetime after lifetime after lifetime of this work. And I feel like so many people are just kind of like, oh, yeah, checkbox. Now I'm woke. Um that puts me in this good position. Being woke means you still have to do the work. It's more important yeah. for you to then do the work. And that's where this all really kind of comes back around is you need to recognize these things. You need to learn these things. You need to educate yourself and others, but then you need to keep doing the work. And that's what Buddha himself did. Instead of saying, yes, I have reached this point of awakening and now I'm going to sit in eternal bliss. He and, said, no, I'm coming back around into the cycle of samsara to, you know, yeah. to help to, to, to give guidance for others. Right, and I and I wonder if knowing that she does design curriculums um, for kids and stuff, and and I I, I mean I, I shouldn't wonder like how much of that that's why this album uh, is shaped like it is. That's why uh, this album resonates like it does, um, because you know, like you said, you have you still have to do the work, and but you also still need help doing the work. Yeah, it's not it's not just like all of a sudden I, I decided this and then I can I can proceed forward. You know, you're you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna you're not gonna have answers. Yeah, uh, that's what that's that's what that song Zora is about. Like, you know, right. I don't have I don't yeah. have all the answers, but also fuck you. Right, I'm still a badass. I'm Giovanni. <laughs> right. Like, like there's these two lines though, and and I think you can hold both of these identities uh, as an adult. Uh, in your head, you know, she's like a hundred motherfuckers can't tell me how I'm supposed to look when I'm angry. How am I supposed to shrink when you're around me? Right. But then I am not the kingdom or I am the kingdom. I am not your queen. Mm-hmm. Like fuck everything. Like that you think there's some hierarchy or shit. Like, yeah, that's just claiming like her stance and I'm here and you're going to bow the fuck down. If we're going to make this work that yeah. that's powerful. Um, yep. And, and I don't think, I think, I think it's funny too because I think men wish they 
say it like that. And they they do. Yeah. Well, and, they try. They try. Um, and, and oftentimes that comes out being really unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think, I mean, trying is really, really important. And I think that's part of this lesson here is that you shouldn't expect perfection. You know, I think, I mean, this is something that you see all the time, whether you're just talking about going on Twitter or you're talking about, you know, having real conversations with people. Um, you're going to make mistakes. You know, this is this is complicated stuff. This is stuff that we're all constantly learning. Um, you're going to make mistakes and, you know, be open minded. It doesn't matter how, quote unquote, woke you think you are or somebody has told you you are or whatever it is like you've got to listen more than you speak. And especially as a male, especially as a white male, as a cisgender white male, heterosexual, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to put in like, you know, I've realized more and more um, with my work, with my research, with my teaching, working with younger people, stuff like that, that like, yes, I'm the teacher. When students come into the class, I have to give them some information to a certain extent and obviously help them find other information and stuff like that. But at the same time, one of the biggest and most important lessons for me the last few years has been vast majority of the time, my job is to shut up and educate myself and listen. Um, Yeah. um, And and, and that's actually the whole point of like the song Baldwin. trying to talk about her community the african-american community and uh aren't aren't they aren't listening (laughs) they you know they they don't want to do the work and um and it can't get better (laughs) you know you know and 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 it's it sucks honestly that that we have to keep saying that the people like her have to keep saying this in 2019 yeah but like guys I, I mean and by guys i mean just everybody like mm-hmm. all you have to do is fucking listen yeah just just start listening and you things get better yeah and i, I mean I, I this album keeps reinforcing that by every time i listen to it um but it's 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 just it, it feels comforting to know that uh especially in this year this is this is here right mm-hmm. and and it's raw. It's rare for somebody to be this concise. I think uh, mm-hmm. in in this mission because she could have just made like an album full of bangers. Yeah, and, and bangers that had some content and had some message. But she clearly took the time. Now it was 2016 with her last album. Is that right? Yes, I think yeah. So you know she took a couple Different of years. Times. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm assuming I, I don't remember for sure, I, I, but or, I think that, that album came out pre-November of 2016. Yeah, no, no, we're um, talking pre and post post Trump. Yeah. And so that in of itself obviously puts the world in very different places, obviously this country in different places and obviously the role of anyone. And, you know, reading the news last number of days, weeks, um, women, you know, there's some horrifying things happening right now. Um, and and they're happening by people who are not listening to women um, who don't have the education behind the decisions that they're making. You know, some of the things that you're reading that these people are saying who are literally making decisions, legislating people's lives, and they don't know how basic functions of the body work. Like this is just, it is stunning. And that's a kind of, 
you know, obviously happening right now that, you know, that she didn't know that that was going to be happening or maybe she predicted it because, well, I mean, it's been, it's been happening forever. Right. And, 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 you know, there is a thing and, and, and I honestly, I always applaud when something like this and people make a statement like this is that it's not on them, uh, the, the underclass or oppressed in a situation to like do the work. It's on the people who are fucking up. And, um, and look, I get called out on that by my lady all the time. And that's beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. And that's what we all need. Yeah. And, and it's, and, and it's like, so, but you, it's just not, it's, it's not up to Jamila Mm -hmm. to do this work. And that she is, is fucking astounding and she should be commended. Yeah. And like rewarded mightily for it. And, uh, I think if, you know, we're talking about like, uh, Alabama and Georgia recently, but you're going to see a lot more states. Yeah, Missouri uh, going, as well. Now. Going, going this bullshit route. Um, yeah. That albums like this, albums like Lizzo, it, it's it's it, you can't do the work right. Mm-hmm. Like we've been saying, like you still got to do the work. But if it if it sparks somebody to just believe in themselves a little more, yeah, yeah, and then that leads to something, and that that will ultimately lead to revolution. And that'll help them do the work that they need to do to be part of all of this. And it's, you know, it's it's a conversation that I have all the time. You know, I've mentioned before that I work with young people. I work with teenagers and and, um, I particularly work closely with LGBTQ plus youth. Um, And it's a conversation that I have with a lot of them um, where they kind of say to me, um, it is not my job to be educating people. It's not my job. Like people can come to me with questions and, and, you know, I mean, and, and they all say like, you know, if if somebody comes to me with a question and it is respectfully stated and it seems to be a legitimate attempt to learn, then yeah, I'm going to answer them. I might even sometimes say, Hey, you know what? I'm working on this paper right now. You know, can you, can you talk to me about this later or something like that? But, um, it's something that I see such a struggle in them of, I feel like, you know, this is them speaking. I I feel like I have to be doing this work all the time. And that's such a complicated thing because if somebody isn't doing that work, whatever issues you're talking about, you know, the change isn't going to happen. And yet that doesn't mean that everybody in any of those communities individually has to be doing it at a time. So the fact that, you know, she has decided to make this album that decided to make these statements like that does open her up to a place, um, that is extraordinarily brave and courageous um, and so necessary for those of us who are trying to do the work ourselves or trying to, to do the learning ourselves. Yeah. And uh, I, I would love to see her and Ab work together at some point oh, man, because yeah. that, that, that's what, you know, Ab isn't touring epilogue. He's doing these workshops Yeah, where he talks about, ha- has people talking about their relationship and talking about and sussing out like what the toxic parts were and what people did about it. And, and he, he you know, Ab's, uh, he's my brother, and I, I just he doesn't have all the answers. Um, but what's great about him is that he knows that, yeah. And, and, and he's and and as long as as long as you stay open to understanding that you don't know mm-hmm. everything, and then you can you can really learn, and you can teach people that way. Yeah. And you know, so he puts somebody on stage. He has an idea about something, and then all of a sudden, in the conversation, his mind can be changed. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. I remember in, in one of the interviews he did with him, I think it was the one for Epilogue, but but anyway, he was saying that he actually reads books on love and how to yeah. love, you know, yeah. and that when I listened to that, I mean, it made me realize like, wow, I need to do that, too. His, his point right. was basically just, you know, this is one of the most important parts of anybody's life. Um, and 
unlike so many other things we do, you know, you're trying to learn a new skill, whether that's playing a musical instrument or you're learning to do, you know, coding, like whatever it is, you know, of course, you're going to find somebody who has done it before to help you learn how to do it. Why don't we do that with love? And that message really came through to me clearly, you know, from that conversation with him. And, and, you know, as you said, I mean, I, I, I would love to hear these two. When I was first listening to this album, I was thinking about it and the Lizzo one a little bit more, but the more that I've listened to it, um, legacy, legacy and epilogue are, you know, such an interesting pairing. Yeah. They're pretty, they're, they're pretty close. Yeah, they, they are. And, and, you know, obviously very different in, in other ways too, but, um, but wow, like, well, you know, <laughs> Yeah, let's hear them work together. Well, and 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 you know, as we sort of wind this down, like, I think what is fascinating, and I keep saying this, but I, I want people listening to understand. Like, imagine being, um, imagine not having white privilege, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and imagine being in that place, or literally, like, even though yes, we should be all reading books about love and doing that. That should be the default thing. But imagine having to do that to basically guarantee your survival. Yeah, that's something I cannot. I cannot keep right in my head. Like I, there's no way because I, you know, I'm, I'm not that. Right. And, um, but imagine that and then imagine what happens when that happens. And I think, you know, what, what we're talking about is like songs in the key of life. Mm. We're talking about what's going on. And mm. now we're talking about legacy, legacy, and we're talking yeah. about epilogue and, and you get these, these statements that, that on the surface you could, you could get into and be like, play it in a club i mean certainly giovanni mm-hmm. is gonna is a banger anywhere it plays but but you really um it it enriches the culture so much yeah yeah and and this one in particular didn't grab you know as i said it was a little bit of a slow burner for me as as a listen you know because because obviously like with music you have to look at it in a couple different ways one of which is what's your kind of immediate reaction to the music how does that make you feel what are your emotions you know what's that brought up and and plain and simple it's just like you know the, the first time you listen to an album are you enjoying it and and this is not an album that is intended to be enjoyed in the same way that you talk about you know some fun pop record um no. <laughs> and but at the same time like it did take me a little while longer to get into this one. The Lizzo album is so immediate, like within seconds, mm-hmm. if you are not feeling, holy shit, this is something incredible. Um, then yeah, I, I just don't even know. Um, and, and with this one though, it did take me a little while. I appreciated it on an intellectual level, um, before I started to actually like it. And now I'm at the point where, you know, both of those are definitely true. And it did take a little bit more of, of reading the lyrics and, and of, Right. You know, yeah, it, dig in kids. Yeah. And, and, I, and really. I will say with this one, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> we've, we've sort of joked about this before. I don't always say like, yeah, go read the stuff on pitchfork. You know, um, some of it is great. Some of it is subpar as far as I'm concerned, but the breakdown that they did on pitchfork of her talking about each one of these tracks and kind of where it comes from, read that. Well, read, that like, or, or read the one on, in the New Yorker from uh, Brianna yeah. Younger. Yeah. 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 That one. Great and pieces. And, you know, Brianna's a friend of mine, and she, like, I, I have not talked to her about this album yet, but I can imagine her just squealing with joy. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it is just it, it extremely her shit. And, and I think we can agree. This should be extremely, like, your shit if you're listening, right? This, yes. This should be essential listening. Um, and, and, yeah, it is going to be worth your time to, to spend some quality time with this album. Quiet, I'm alive. 
typical girl Throw away that picture in your head I am not your typical girl Work hard and I work harder Jamila Woods, Legacy Legacy is available everywhere now. Uh, and I implore you to go get it. She's just going out on tour. I implore you to go to these shows uh, to support an artist like this. This uh, is going to be one of my favorite albums of the year. I can't. I, I got the vinyl right before we taped this, and I can't stop listening to it. Uh, it is so. Uh, it, it, at a time when I think we all need just somebody to say, uh, you, you know, maybe it's not going to be okay, but but at least uh, let me let me enrich your soul a little. It never hurts to do that, and this is just fucking fantastic. So, uh, congratulations to Jamila Woods for making this album. And um, I know our friend Marcus Moore has talked to her a good bit. Maybe we'll get to talk to her down there. I hope so. That is it for this episode of Discologist. If you like what you heard, you can do a couple things. Tell your friends about us, man. You like hanging out and talking about music, so do we. So that's what we do. That's the whole damn show. Um, you can find us out there on the Apple Podcast, but also on Google Play, Mixcloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, so I know Spotify is getting big in the podcast game. but uh, So we're out there pretty much everywhere. We are Chunky Glasses Production. Go to ChunkyGlasses.com. You'll find our socials at Chunky Glasses on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, and you'll find all the live coverage that we do there, mainly in D.C. for now, but going to be picking up here in the Midwest. And then our sister podcast, Dead to Me, it is on a little bit of a hi- hiatus but it's coming back sooner rather than later. So check that out too. But thank you guys for listening. Go out and get Jamila's album and we will be back in a few short days to uh, hopefully to, oh, yeah, Black Mountain. Get ready. Sunday, but I'm bitter when you try to